Old friends and allies standing together again. Reuniting to accomplish a shared mission and defeat an adversary unlike any other. We will have vengeance. An opponent wielding great power, determined to disrupt everything. And down the sideline he goes! This is storybook! And this place is absolutely going wild! Trying to elude the pressure, and now he's going to take off and run it. He'll have a touchdown! Now is the time to resist. Knowing your destiny must not be denied, because this decides everything. This is the end, my friend. Star Trek Picard, the final season streams on February 16th. See the world premiere of the official trailer next week at halftime of the AFC Championship on CBS. Hello everyone, this is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. That was a little bit of a mashup of a Picard Season 3 teaser during some football clips and things because they're showing another trailer. I guess it's later, yeah, it should be later today. Uh, I guess the final trailer should be for Season 3 of Picard, which is going to start in, wow, just about... I guess almost two and a half weeks, the the 16th, I think, of February. Yeah, we're almost in February. And yeah, this is show 891. It is January 29th. I don't think I said that yet. Uh, 2023 still seems odd saying 2023 a little bit. Uh, actually, it seems odd saying 2020 anything. Um, but today we're going to do a, what I like to call a classic show. I hope you guys will uh, enjoy it. Uh, I haven't covered a, an older Trek episode in, in a very long time. I, over the last couple of years, I think I've been more focused on Picard, Discovery, Strange New Worlds, uh, Lower Decks, Prodigy. Uh, there's so much Star Trek now. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's still amazing to me and amazing to me that still people are like, meh, I don't like it, you know, or whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. But all right, enough about that. The um, I decided I kind of flipped back through the you know my archives and tried to figure out well first what other series do I want to cover first I was going to do a TOS episode because of course that's my favorite and I think there's still some dangling TOS episodes that I have never covered in a commentary style but I will not do that today I will do um, then it was I was jumping between uh, Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Uh, I'm going to do Voyager, an episode from pretty late in the series, season seven. I think it's episode 16 or 17 called Human Error. It's kind of another seven of nine focused episode. I do enjoy those. Um, and the the trick with doing sometimes just popping in and doing a, a commentary episode, I was almost going to do Deep Space Nine, but there, there's so many interconnected episodes too with that. It, it's it's trickier to do these things when everything has impact, you know, in these shows. But Deep Space Nine, especially in the later seasons, it became a very um, serialized show, right? And I've, I've covered some of that before. So anyway, this is sort of my reasoning behind. This is sort of a, a one-shot, a bit of an, a one-shot kind of an episode uh, called Human Error, like I said. Uh, and yeah. Uh, I thought <laughs> I say this so many times. It's terrible. I was like, did I cover this one? But uh, fortunately I did a quick look and no, I don't, I did not cover it. I don't think that I can find anywhere after 800, you know, you guys, uh, as Yoda would say, when 800 years old, you are, you know, uh, when, when almost 900 podcasts you have, you will lose track too. Yes. <laughs> All right, so don't want to ruin my voice before I start the podcast. All right, let us um, let us do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating.
Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, folks, welcome again back. Uh, I'm not going to talk too long before I get into the Voyager episode. Let's see, the Voyager episode is about 44 minutes or so, so we'll talk maybe 10 minutes. Uh, to bring you up to speed a little bit about what I've been watching uh, and, and things like that. But um, mostly shows, not not so much movies lately. Still haven't seen Avatar, you know. <laughs> Still haven't seen it, yep. Uh, but... Um, uh, the uh, the TV shows though are are a lot. There's a lot to see, and and there's more and more all the time. The um, got my little list here. I'm almost done with His Dark Materials on HBO, which is based um, on a book series. They've done three seasons. You know, it's been a while since I've read those books, but the series is quite a bit different. And I think I said this before is quite a bit different than the books. I, I like the series. The actors are good. It looks cool. Uh, the I've got only, I only really have, well, only have one episode left. Probably watch it tonight. And, and then that'll be that. At least the series is getting uh, completion. I was a little worried with all the last few years of strange production things going on and all this, a lot of change happening out there. Not just with um, the whole discovery merger thing and killing off all the superheroes, <laughs> killing off all the superheroes, killing off all the superhero shows and movies. Yes, thank you, James Gunn and, and Discovery or whatever. But uh, what a mess! I, I don't know. Not I'm not super happy about that. I, I just felt like DC was starting to. I'm I'm tangenting a little, but I feel like they were finally getting a bit of a footing, and then they just come out and go, "Nope, we're not doing that anymore." So. Uh, it, it, it does kind of still bug me and I'm oh I try to I tell everybody be open-minded so I, I need to listen to my own advice and I, I will I will watch whatever he comes up with but we will see how it goes so um but um how did I get onto that you know so these um you know superhero shows have been kind of been going away and things like that and and other things ah man uh, let me take a drink. I'll take a break here and uh, get my brain back on track. Oh, I, I, I think my point with that was just simply that they at least got to finish off his dark materials. They they just announced the other day that Doom Patrol and Titans, those two DC shows that have been, they were on their DC streaming service that they had for a little while. Yeah, DC Universe, right? Which I actually had and watched. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that guy. The um, and then they moved to HBO Max, I think, for season three, and now they're in season four. Uh, and they announced that it, this is the last season of those shows. I think I'm pretty sure. So, the weird thing they do did with both those shows is they split them into two parts. I think all the episodes are done though, or they're f finishing the post production on them. So I hope these storylines that they've started in these seasons get finished off. I I, I think that's the case. Because they only showed about half the season. Titans kind of ended a month or two ago, just midway, like, okay, they haven't anywhere near finished this season and what's going on. And then they, Doom Patrol started up. And I like both shows. I like Doom Patrol is really fun and quirky. And I, and I almost kind of like that a little bit more. But, um, and then that just stopped after like six episodes. And I again, I think these things have been finished, and they're going to be able to wrap things up. And I think I read something. I don't know if it's true for both series, but I'm. I, I read a little story that said something like they're they're going to sort of tie the show up. Like in other words, it, the season won't. You know, will uh, the season and series will sort of have a bit of a finale. Like Flash is coming back finally for its ninth season. And we get Stephen Amell back as as Arrow or something, or Oliver Queen, even though, yeah, uh, spoiler alert from a few many years back, but he's not really alive anymore in the show. Uh, so he kind of sacrificed himself. So the uh, we'll see how they bring him back. But it doesn't matter because it'll be fun. But I, I've liked that show. I, it's had its ups and downs, I will admit. I had the last couple of seasons have been a little rocky. I think a lot again has to do with the filming and the pandemic and, and it messed some story writing and whatever, but I'm glad they're going to get a final season to kind of wrap it up. I, I think that that has been one of the best of the CW shows by far. 
Arrow was really solid too, you know, and and I really think Supergirl was pretty fun and pretty good too. Honestly, a lot of people had problems with it, but I think it got a little bit. The last couple of seasons, I, I I didn't care for it as much as the earlier seasons of that show, but I think it's got a lot of heart and a lot of fun. And Star Girl even was it was a great one, uh, and it kind of got cut short. I think there was a lot of potential there, and it was quite a bit different than the other shows. And now the only thing, and I don't know what's going to really happen here, but they have, still have Superman and Lois coming back for um, another season. And that show is only in its third season, and it's great. So I don't know. I have a feeling it's probably <laughs> probably going to go away. And it's a, it's a shame because I, I, I feel like it's, it's telling a Superman story that's rarely been shown ever in, in any – they kind of do this in the comics currently – because Superman has a family and and a son and Lois and everything, but but the um, but the show, you know, he's got twin boys in the show. Although the one of the actors they had to replace this year because there was some problem with the uh, the one one of them going to Canada. I I don't know. I don't like to spread unconfirmed unconfirmed stuff, but something about I think to go to Canada he had to be COVID vaccinated, and I think he didn't want to. So. And that's his choice, but the but I think they had to replace him because of that. I think that's what I had read. So, uh, but anyway, I I do like that show, and that's going to be back I think in March. So um, I kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent talking about other you know superheroes and things coming up. Not so much what I've been watching. So his Doctor Materials, uh, Jack Ryan season three, a couple episodes left of that. That's not really sci-fi, but it's a solid show. I'm really liking this season a lot. And yeah, we'll see where that goes. I started to watch uh, National Treasure on Disney, the the series. It's okay. I mean, you know, no Nick Cage, but uh, and, and there are some references to things. And and uh, but I I do love a, a a kind of a search type show like that. Um, you know, search. What am I trying to say? Uh, you know, lost treasure. You know, basically Indiana Jones style kind of thing. Hidden, hidden passages and puzzles and clues and that kind of stuff. I've only watched again two episodes. Um, it, it, it's basically a little bit. It, it's almost like I, I should call it. And I, and I hate the people who rip on the CW, but it's like a CW National Treasure show because everybody's young and pretty and all that stuff. Um, but anyway um what else still watching manifest weren't working my way through this first half of its final season that netflix picked it up got a couple episodes left um uh, i started to watch the last thing i'll talk about i think before i take a quick break and then we'll do the voyager episode i started to watch i've heard about this show for years now been wanting to watch it um i i started to watch i watched the first episode of this show dark um, on Netflix. I think there's three seasons. Um, people have kind of compared it to, to, uh, Stranger Things a little bit. Uh, and I can see that a little, uh, it's hard to tell after only one episode, but I'm intrigued and I, and I'll, and I'll keep watching. Uh, it just, um, I don't know. The other night I had a little bit of extra time and I said, Oh, let's start something new. And I, and I flipping through Netflix and, um, I have some. I still want to get back into Warrior Nun season two, uh, Mosquito Co season two. Oh, I did the one other one. I should say one more thing, and this is not sci-fi, but it's got Harrison Ford in it. So there's a new half-hour. I'll call it um, a drama, I guess. Mostly, I think there's a little comedy, but it's mostly a drama. It's called. I think the show is called Shrinking. It's on Apple TV. Uh, basically, there's a little. Um, uh, psych, yeah, you know, psychologist office type setup. Uh, Jason Siegel's in it, and he he's a little bit uh, messed up kind of a guy, but he's also a psychologist. <laughs> and and Harrison Ford works also at the same place, uh, kind of the senior guy there. I don't know. I watched the first episode of it last night. It just came out on Apple TV. I think the first two episodes they released. It's okay. Um, uh, <laughs> there's a. Uh, there's some there's some interesting things in it. I don't want to say too much, but it, it's got Harrison Ford. Although he's, I mean, in the first episode, there's a few scenes he's in, uh, and 
he's not. It's mostly uh, Jason Siegel's character is, is the primary focus. So if you want a lot of Harrison Ford, he's he's in that other show, which I only watched one episode so far, 19, what is it, 1923 or something like that. Um, but um, but I think I've talked about that one before. All right, we're 15 actually minutes in. I got to stop so we can do this and be done in about an hour for the podcast. So let's get into the Voyager episode. Anyway, um, two last things. If you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi. Thanks to those that do. I still am meaning to get you guys some um, uh, DVDs that I want to get rid of, that I have duplicates in Blu-ray and, and that. I want to put some stuff up for you guys. That was a plan last week. Things got sidetracked and they didn't get to it. Uh, but I'm basically going to give them away as long as you guys just pay pay a little for the shipping. And yeah, I've got some good stuff. And I, I think um, so Patreon members or if you want to join Patreon, now might be a good time. Uh, and uh, treksf at gmail.com if you ever want to contact me or anything about the show. So um, without any further ado, a short break. And then we'll get into this episode of Star Trek Voyager Human Error. Hey, this is Ethan Phillips from Star Trek Voyager, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. All right, here we go. Obviously, uh, for those, well, it's uh, Seven of Nine playing the piano, looking quite a bit different, and uh, and a little, very little tease for this one, before you get into the uh, opening credits. I always love Voyager's opening credits. Cool, adventurous, you know, the music's great. But uh, I'm going to dial it down a little bit. Give you guys a little bit of quick background on this episode. So let's see. And according to Trek Core, which I use a lot, this is actually episode 18 of season seven. It's so weird on Paramount Plus where I'm streaming and playing it for you. It says it's episode 17. So who the heck knows? Uh, this is a teleplay by Brandon Braga and Andre Baramis. Uh, sorry. And story by Andre Baramanemis. <laughs> That's terrible. And Kenneth Miller, directed by Alan Croker. A lot of regular names for um, for Voyager. This first aired uh, March seventh, two thousand and one. So twenty-two years ago. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Uh, start date five four six two two point four. Let's see. Voyager is traveling through a treacherous region of space, but 709 is distracted by a hollow program that lets her explore her sexuality with Chakotay. Yes, yes, this is the one where Chakotay and her have, they date or whatever you want to call it. And a lot of people didn't like that. I thought it was fine. You know, it was it, it was an interesting little twist. I think everybody thought, you know, Chakotay and, and Janeway but would get together, but... Baby's first tricorder? Not exactly. Oh, they're having a little uh, baby shower here, I think, for uh, Paris and Bellana at the start. Thank you. I'm sure she'll love it. What is it? A plenoc. Vulcans use them to train their infants in primary logic. Never too early to train those synapses, eh, Tuvok? <laughs> Let me see that. I love a good puzzle. This one's from Mr. Kim. Starfleet diapers. Standard issue. <laughs> now that your Borg implants have been removed, you might think about having children of your own one day. One day. I have been considering some less radical changes in my personal life. Such as? I realize I don't have a rank, but I would like to request a uniform. Consider it done. 
The doctor tells me you don't need to regenerate anymore. I can arrange some quarters for you, unless you enjoy curling up in the cargo bay. The bed would be more comfortable. Since I arrived on Voyager, your guidance has been invaluable. Thank you, Captain. All I did was chart the course. You were the one who made the journey. Seven. It's traditional for everyone to share their best wishes for the baby. I thought you might like to start. To the newest member of our crew, may all her desires be fulfilled except for one. So she'll always have something to strive for. Oh, very good. After remember that. And may she inherit a sense of logic from her mother. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> that was strange. Care to explain? I wish I could. Long range sensors picked up an energy discharge, but now it's gone. There. There's another one. They're occurring approximately 5.9 light years ahead. Source? We're too far to get a clear reading. Well, let's stay away from Reach that. Reach to seven of nine. Go ahead. Report to the astrometrics lab. Acknowledged. Computer end program. So obviously that whole scene with the baby shower was, was on the holodeck. I wasn't able to find the cause of the discharges. The region ahead contains unusual amounts of subspace radiation and metallic debris. So she still has her Borg implants and everything I'll like have that. More data once There's no close. change there, obviously. I see no reason to alter course. Keep an eye on your sensors. Yes, Captain. Now, on to more pressing matters. Does Balana suspect anything? Not a clue. Good. Mess Hall, 1,400 hours beyond time. I don't want to spoil the surprise. I expect both of you to show up. I'll be busy here. What's wrong, Seven? No baby showers in the collective? I'm sure you can spare a few minutes. <clears throat> if it's any consolation, I share your discomfort with social gatherings. They seem to occur with alarming frequency. Mr. Neelix would argue that they improve morale. I have been looking for ways to improve my social skills. Perhaps I'll attend. Yeah, they well, needed to do more with uh, Tuvok and, and Seven. You know, it kind of makes sense that they would no have... Counter have like you know more Plenty connection very logical <laughs> but it's a little impersonal don't you think explain well these are your quarters seven they should reflect your individuality i kind of like how this episode doesn't how really have a chairs uh, give yourself a place to all of a sudden she's in the holodeck guests and then uh, she's not in the holodeck. And, and a little they don't have a like a scene uh, where she's going in, changing to this uniform work. look. Knickknacks. Little things, like the wood carvings in Ensign Kim's quarters. I've never been to Ensign Kim's quarters. But I suppose I could replicate some items and I thought she was at the very the like early That's days of Voyager. I thought there was some an episode. Like to display pictures of family and friends. There's a photograph of my parents in the ship's database. I'll make a copy and place it in a frame. Good, good. A multispectral star chart might enhance this bulkhead. Or a painting. A painting of a star chart. I was thinking of something more abstract, more uh, artistic. Uh, drapes. Nothing livens up a room like good window dressing. Not to mention the added privacy. Privacy? We're in space. Well, you never know when we'll be docking at a crowded spaceport. <laughs> but we have to make sure that they match the carpet. I'm thinking of a Talaxian mosaic, uh, tulaberry blue stripes with an orange inlay. I appreciate your aesthetic insights, but I believe I can proceed on my own. It's funny that these, you never really Enter. see quarters empty, you know, so... Uh, Am I interrupting? Please come in. Love what you've done with the place. We're in the process of decorating. Maybe this will help. Consider it a housewarming gift. It's beautiful. What is it? A dream catcher. According to Native American mythology, it wards off nightmares. I'm impressed. I've familiarized myself with your culture. Now that you'll be sleeping instead of regenerating, I thought it might come in handy. I'm sure it will. Thank you. I'll let you two find a place to hang that. But it would look perfect right above the bed. <laughs> Neelix, okay, time to leave. You're third wheel here. Time to go. 
It was thoughtful of you to stop by. On move-in day, I wouldn't miss it. I suppose this makes you my inaugural guest. I'd be a negligent host if I didn't offer you a beverage. Tea? That might be difficult. No replicator. Another flaw in the decor. I'll requisition one for you first thing tomorrow. I'd appreciate that, Commander. Why would there be no replicator in a in quarters for for somebody? I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's the holodeck yes, program. It just doesn't make any sense. But I enjoyed your toast today. You've come a long way. I hope to see more. You will. Good night. So the uh, it's interesting that they have like a. As you might know, I've taken an interest in culinary science. I'm preparing a meal. You know, she's using all I the crew as as her sort of guinea pigs to interact to with. That work. you know, she doesn't feel comfortable to. enough to do it in Nineteen reality, even though she's been with him for years. I'll bring the wine and the furniture. Then you accept. It's a date. So she wants to learn, and he's kind of a semi-cook, you know. So she wants to learn about that, and so that that's the next little phase of this. When the core blows, the shuttle will rock. When the hull breaks, the shuttle will fall. And down will come, baby, shuttle and all. Are you trying to soothe the infant or traumatize her? The lyrics are rather grim, but it's the melody they respond to. I recorded 29 in all, including a couple of Klingon lullabies. My favorite is Kong Vaj Okt. Sleep, little warrior. I could tell by the look on their faces. Now, Picardo is the doctor. Impression. Always, always no fun to watch. I wish you'd been there. It was a lovely shower. Tom and Bellana were disappointed that you didn't attend. I was occupied. Are you experiencing any shoulder pain? So she was yes. occupied on the holodeck, actually. You She's sort of shirking her responsibilities here, which is interesting. You know, that's very unusual for Seven. Extract the component. Not if you want to keep using that arm. I know it's an inconvenience. But until we can find a way to remove your cybernetic systems, they'll have to be maintained. It's a minor procedure. We might as well take care of it now. I prefer to wait. We'll be done in an hour. I have research to complete. Huh. I suppose we can put it off until next week's physical. I also noticed that your electrolyte levels are down by 12%. Have you missed any regeneration cycles? Last night. Don't tell me. More... Research? This must be some project. Mind if I ask what you're working on? It's complicated. How do you mean? My personal life is none of your concern. Oh, boy. I wasn't aware you had a personal life. Report? It was an energy discharge, 200,000 kilometers starboard. It produced a level nine shockwave. Uh-oh. Some kind of weapon? Possibly. Another one, five million kilometers to port. A shockwave is approaching. Full power to the shields. Our warp field's destabilizing. I'm detecting another. Distance, 50,000 kilometers. Turn our bow into the wavefront. It'll minimize the damage. Sorry, Captain, there wasn't enough time. We've lost warp drive. I'm reading another. Distance, 26 million kilometers. Too far to pose a threat. If they are weapons, they don't seem to be directed at us. But whoever's firing them is a lousy shot. Astrometric sensors recorded the explosions. I believe it's a long-range subspace warhead. The debris in this region suggests that dozens have been fired in the last several weeks. The warhead destroyed something. What was it? It appeared to be an unmanned probe. This is all very intriguing, but I'd just as soon get out of here before we cross paths with another one of these things. Where do we stand on repairs? Subspace radiation from the explosions is making it difficult to create a stable warp field. Lieutenant Torres estimates 48 hours. Can you find a way to detect the warheads before they emerge from subspace? I believe so. The weapons create minor gravimetric distortions as they approach the subspace barrier, but I'll need to recalibrate my sensors to isolate the effect. Do it. Even a few seconds warning would help us. Yes, Captain. Your duty shift doesn't begin for two hours. The doctor sent me to relieve you early. He wants you to spend more time regenerating. 
I see he's enlisted an ally. Don't kill the messenger. It's Sophocles, Oedipus Rex. I've been studying Earth literature as a part of my academy training. Continue these scans at the subspace barrier. Look for any gravimetric distortions. So she's down at her alcove getting ready to regenerate, but I'm going to guess she's not going to do it. She wants to go play on the holodeck some more. The only thing about this episode that I don't remember if it's if she says at any point in it, but run another diagnostic on the injective ports. Make sure what kind aligned. of precipitated it? Why? Again. What got her going to Come do to this? We're trying to cold start the warp core for the 15th time. Perhaps this will enhance your day. It's a belated gift for your baby shower. I apologize for my absence. Oh. Proceed. They're lined with biothermal insulation. Your infant's feet will be protected even if the external temperature drops below minus 40 degrees Celsius. Well, they're certainly unique. So little baby booties and... Uh, you know, lined in case you get to minus 40, which is pretty cold. I wish to ask you a personal question. Shoot. You have an appealing coiffure. What is your grooming regimen? <laughs> You're asking me what I do with my hair? Yes. Um, well, nothing too elaborate. Sonic shower, a little engine grease. Thinking about a new look? Perhaps. I'll keep you apprised if you'd like. Please do. <laughs> Was that seven of nine? There must be an alien intruder on board. Computer, make the following modifications to holodeck file seven of nine alpha three personal quarters. Modifications complete. Begin program. So now her quarters are all decked out and stuff, and she's wearing like a red dress, and her hair is down, and everything. So very different you look. look. Give me a hand with this. I'm surprised your Starfleet training didn't include cork extraction. I must have been sick that day. <sighs> Looks like wine's off the menu. Unless you brought a phaser. Never on the first date. Assist me. Slice these vegetables transversely in five millimeter increments. Aye, aye. That smells delicious. Our appetizer is braised leeks. Primary course, rack of lamb with wild rice. No dessert? dessert will be a surprise so um I don't okay, even wait. remember how much she normally eats like contain enough sodium chloride for food you know regular you know this kind of elaborate food I don't think so very much right could use another 0.6 milligrams but you're the chef More salt. So you kind of wonder how she programmed all these people, you know, to act List. the way they are. Chopin. Although the holodeck is always interesting to me. is like, how much is it programmed and how much do they have free will to do kind of within certain parameters to do what they want? Because I require more practice. If you program everything, it's nothing's a surprise, right? There's no challenge. It's like a game. If you wrote the game, the technique is flawed. Sorry, I'm a replicator man. Use your left hand to guide the food. Observe closely. You know, like you know, him cutting these carrots. She could have programmed it imperfectly, Attention right? Attention to the vegetable. You're beautiful when you're chopping. 
you're beautiful when you're chopping. There, there's a good line in a, in a script, right? But anyway, the, you know, my point is, is how much of the hologram or holodeck like an old are programming versus, you know, le- letting it sort of run free a little. It wasn't a smile. It's never it come smirk. up. It's obvious oh, no, that they can do smile. different things. I can check the internal sensors if you'd like. Remain still. Intriguing facial structure. I'll take that as a compliment. So there, uh, you know, what, um, again, you know. What started this sort of thing that she's trying to do in this episode? That I don't know. That I don't know if they explain that ever. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I think most people were like, "Well, this came out of the blue, Chakotay and Seven. You're doing just fine. But it, it, you know, I guess things come out of the blue until they're not, you know, until they're not out of the blue. That makes sense. Oh, maybe there is an explanation. It's been a long time since I've watched this episode. Maybe, you know, what the doctor was detecting with her her Borg implants being whatever messed up. Maybe this area of space is affecting her somehow or something like that. I wasn't aware you had a personal life. So now she sort of seems to be, you know, going through different scenes and almost dreaming. Chakotay to seven of nine. Chakotay to seven. Respond. So she fell asleep on the holodeck. Report to Astrometrics. We found something. Yes, Commander. Good morning. So that you know, they both fell asleep just on a couch, pretty tame, you know, whatever. But good morning. We found something. At first, we thought it was another one of the probes. Then each had picked up an automated transmission. It's a warning beacon. You have entered subspace munitions range four three four. Evacuate immediately. Apparently, this entire region is an alien testing ground. We've been sending out emergency hails, but so far no response. Whoever's conducting these tests could be dozens of light years away. Any progress detecting their warheads? Not yet. You seem a little distracted. I'm fine. It's not likely to be late for a duty shift. Rough night? Not at all. I'll be on the bridge if you find anything. Uh oh. Better late than never. Titus Livius, a history of Rome. You're relieved. Get some rest. So, yeah, it's a little surprising to me, Seven, just sort of ignoring pretty important stuff going on right now on this. But, I, but again, I guess the appeal of this holodeck program is uh, hard to resist. It's the typical, you know, if things are interfering with your normal activities, they're probably not the best. Uh, now we're back on the holodeck. Obviously, she's playing piano, but Chakotay is with her. Or holodeck Chakotay. Bravo. There's somebody that made a comment Proof. about why would she need a metronome that she should have some kind of internal pretty regular timer almost but she's not a robot you know plus she's on the holodeck and trying not to be borg like the doctor did suggest that i accompany him during his next operatic performance 
Your turn. Unfortunately, I don't play. But I'd love to hear you again. And this is one of my favorites. Try to put a little more heart into the piece, more of yourself. <laughs> That's all right. Keep going. Tell me what you're feeling. Is erratic. Not what you're thinking. What you're feeling. I like the idea that she likes music because it's a very, you know, anxiety. mathematical Stop kind of thing. About the notes. Just play. I can't. Yes, you can. Don't you see what's happening? The metronome is holding you back. It gives you a sense of order, but it also cuts you off from your feelings. It's the collective. It's like the board, collective is still controlling her. Disconnecting from the hive mind terrified you. This is no different. It doesn't have to be perfect. And that's a good point to make, you know. She as seven of nine, she's always trying to be as perfect as possible, and here she's trying to kind of let herself not be so perfect in a way which is the you know it's a very human thing to be able to try things and not necessarily be the best at them or perfect at them oh more little probe things blowing up and stuff 800,000 kilometers off the starboard bow bridge to seven of nine go ahead commander we need those sensor calibrations I'll need a moment to return to my station. That would be a good idea. So she's now even leaving her post during during the shift. Your deck 12. Seven of nine, report. Stand by, Captain. Lieutenant Paris, isolate subspace band Omicron Theta. Acknowledged. Direct your sensors to coordinates 178 mark 26. Nothing there. Correction, 178 mark 36. I can see them. Two warheads are about to emerge, adjusting course. Full power to the forward shields. Impact in five, four, three, two. Shields are holding. Why wasn't Seven at her post? Good question. Maybe you should ask her. Uh-oh, someone's gonna get in trouble. It was your responsibility to locate those warheads. I succeeded. Not before we took heavy damage. You told Chakotay you'd have those sensor calibrations hours ago. The work took longer than I anticipated. It might have gone faster if you'd stayed at your post, as you were ordered to do. I didn't realize I was confined to the astrometrics lab. You were on duty. This isn't the first time you've left your station over the past few days. Holodeck 2? You've logged a lot of time in there. Mind if I ask why? Well, it must be something important, Seven. 49 hours in six days? I was running a simulation. Of what? Well, that's kind of hard to explain, but... A new gravimetric array I've been developing. I wanted to perfect the design before I brought it to you. I appreciate your efforts to improve our systems. But I can't have you dividing your time right now. When the ship's on alert, I expect you to perform your duties. If you need to leave your post, inform Commander Chakotay, understood? Yes, Captain. 
I apologize for my lapse in judgment. We all make mistakes, Evan. I've yeah. even known to make a few myself. <laughs> it sounds intriguing. Your new gravimetric ray. When this crisis is over, I'd be happy to take a look. Maybe I can lend a hand. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty hooked in now. She's pretty sucked into the holodeck thing. And I kind of thought she would tell tell Janeway, you know, then at what was going on, you know, as a private thing or something, I've rather than the make a big lie. Barrage. I've refined your detection method. We'll be able to see the weapons 10.3 seconds earlier. The captain will be pleased. Aren't you happy? I thought you'd be happy. <laughs> it's like... No. You've done nothing wrong. I'm just goofed up right now. I was negligent in my duties. As a result, Voyager was nearly destroyed. Yeah, but how many times has that happened? Come on. Every other week, I think. I can't think of one. But I'd be happy to search the database. That won't be necessary. Stay here until I return. Where are you going? To correct an error. Uh-oh. Yeah, like, pretty much immediately, you know, she's, like, back on the holodeck after being uh, dressed down by Janeway. Although I think, you know, she wants to end it. <clears throat> and maybe just sort of like clear Computer. her mind. Activate Chakotay simulation. Come in. I hope you're not allergic. Antarian moon blossoms, extremely rare. I had to smuggle them out of aeroponics. Don't tell Neelix. I thought I'd cook for you tonight. How does roasted chicken sound? I slaved over the replicator for hours. Not hungry? I called you here to thank you. For what? I think um, oh, I'll, let, I'll let this play and then I'll say something. Have been memorable. To say the least. You're ending this. In a manner of speaking, yes. Why? Our relationship is interfering with my responsibilities on Voyager. I can speak to the captain. Have a cut back on your duty shifts. Seven, the past few days have been more than memorable. They've been an important step forward for both of us. Don't throw that away. I'm sorry, Commander. You're making a mistake. No, I'm trying to correct one. It's sort of weird. I guess in her brain she wants this sort of to be settled. She could just have, like, change the program, stop Ask yourself going. why you want to end this. Is it out of a sense of duty or something else? Every time you move closer to your emotions, you back away, like hiding behind that metronome. Your analogy is flawed. Is it? I think you're afraid that embracing your humanity will make you weak. Less than perfect. But think about what you stand to gain. It's irrelevant. No, it's not. Real intimacy with another person? Nothing's more relevant. I must return to my station. Stay here with me. The ship needs me. So do I. I can't function this way. You're not a drone anymore. You're human. Stop! Seven. What's wrong? Sick bay. Medical emergency. Seven? Computer, locate seven of nine. Seven of nine is in holodeck two. What happened? We were having an argument, and she just collapsed. Her cortical node is shutting down. She's going into neural shock. And what happened to her facial implants? I thought you removed all her cybernetic systems. 
Computer and program. So after ending the program, her little cyber implant on her over her eye is kind of like fritzing and, and zapping and stuff like that. So Commander. If you're looking for your other holographic friend, he's offline at the moment. Your cortical node began to shut down. Fortunately, I managed to stabilize it before there was any permanent damage. It was functioning properly when you examined me two days ago. I'm going to run a diagnostic on your entire cortical array, but it might help if I knew what you were doing before you collapsed. Did you suffer a physical injury of some kind? No. Were you exposed to any unusual radiation? No. What exactly were you doing in there? Research. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That simulation of Commander Chakotay mentioned that the two of you were having an argument. Was that part of your research? I couldn't help but notice that you'd created some quarters for yourself. A new dress, dinner for two. I trust you'll respect doctor-patient confidentiality. Of course. I've been conducting simulations to explore different aspects of my humanity. Such as? Social activities, friendships with the crew, intimate relations. Hey, that's okay. Our first officer is your romantic interest. Commander Chicote seemed like an appropriate choice. He has many admirable qualities. So he does. What prompted all this? I think Robert Beltrain has said at cons and stuff he, he didn't really care for this episode just because he thought it was a little odd and out of I've the blue. I've been trying to recreate some of the experiences. And I, I, could, I guess I could get that, but um, but I think it's an interesting Ever one. Ever since it was destroyed, my life has seemed incomplete. I wanted to feel those emotions again. Well, this is encouraging. You might be ready to start forming deeper relationships. I'm proud of you, Seven. Your pride is misplaced. I intend to delete the programs. Why? I can no longer perform my duties efficiently. My personal life has become a distraction. It's supposed to be a distraction. You simply have to find the right balance between work and recreation. Inform me when you finish the diagnostic. Seven. For what it's worth, you have excellent taste. Your quarters, they suited you. Antimatter flow stable, injector ports aligned. That should do it. Course to the bridge. Looks like we've got warp drive back. Well done. Tom. With pleasure. Let's get out of here. I'm detecting another subspace warhead. Range? 12 million kilometers, closing from astern. Red alert. Where's the target probe? It's on a totally different trajectory. When we engaged the engines, the warhead must have diverted from its target and locked on to our warp signature. Evasive maneuvers. It's matching our course, eight million kilometers. Can you get a weapons lock? Affirmative. Photon torpedoes, full spread. Our torpedoes have been neutralized. Five million kilometers. Hey, that's Bridge not seven good. Nine. Here, Captain. Can you get me anything on the warhead's internal circuitry? Stand by. I have it. What can you tell me about the detonator? The weapon is armed with proximity resonance circuitry. What's the activation frequency? 4.84 gigahertz. I may be able to disarm it with an anti-resonance pulse. Do it. 
Two million kilometers. Initiating the pulse. Seven status. The warhead's rotating its activation frequency. It's still armed. One million kilometers. Can you compensate? Negative. Captain, I believe I can disarm the warhead. How? By extracting the detonator with our transporter. At this velocity, the device is too small, you'd never get a lock. I can use the submicron imager to focus our targeting scanners. Please give me transporter control. Well, I mean, why not? You 800,000? You got nothing else. All right, sir. I like this it's idea, though. I have a lock. Energizing. The detonator's protected by titanium shielding. I can penetrate it, but not at this distance. I'll have to wait until it's closer. 500,000? Status. Not yet, Captain. Four. Three. Two. Brace for impact! Doctor. We've come to deliver unpleasant news. Is it that obvious? I've completed my diagnostic. What you experienced was no malfunction. Your cortical node was designed to shut down your higher brain functions when you achieve a certain level of emotional stimulation. Clarify. It appears to be a fail-safe mechanism to deactivate drones who start to regain their emotions. Knowing the Borg, it makes perfect sense. Finding one's heart is the surest road to individuality. But I'm no longer linked to the hive mind. The technology's built into your node. It simply remained dormant until now. Can you repair me? Possibly. I've been thinking about a way to reconfigure the microcircuitry. I won't lie to you, Seven. It would entail multiple surgeries, and the recovery might be difficult. But I believe we could eventually succeed. I'll prepare the surgical bay. We can begin tomorrow morning. No. Without the procedure, you won't be able to continue your simulations. I've experienced enough humanity for the time being. They were only holographic fantasies, Doctor. An inefficient use of my time. You don't really believe that. The fail-safe device will ensure that I'm no longer distracted. That's the Borg talking, not you. As your physician, as your friend, I'm asking you to let me proceed. I need to regenerate. Seven. Good night, Doctor. So the... I don't remember if they ever revisited this this thing, but she eventually obviously gets past that. Um, the other thing that's weird about it is it's like she definitely has emotions. It's not like it's blocking other feelings. Where's the fire? Fire. You know. You seem to be in a hurry. I have to finish my report on the subspace warheads. The ship's out of danger, thanks to you. You've earned a break. Why don't you join me in the mess hall? Neelix is going to give a cooking lesson. Talaxian tenderloin in ten minutes. I'm no longer interested in cooking. Then come for the company. Balana's going to be there. Tuvok even promised to show up. It'll be fun. I appreciate your offer. Another time, perhaps. You know, you should try socializing with the crew a little more. Might do you some good. Or maybe not. Maybe. So I think the little tag here was was to try to show that, you know, maybe Chakotay had a little interest in her to some degree, but, you know, but that was never, I think, I don't think they really dealt with that much more. All right. Let's play the credits out, as they say. Let's dial it down. Yeah, I think that's a cool episode. But again, you know, especially Seven currently, who's been in Picard, you know, she definitely does not have this issue anymore. She doesn't really, she seems to have emotions and her little implant doesn't go haywire or anything like that if she starts to get too emotional. Um, so yeah, I don't think there was really a follow-up to this that I can recall. You know, the, maybe the doctor, maybe you can assume that 
the doctor fixed her like you wanted to do. Uh, and then that was that or something. I don't know. But fun episode, I thought. And, and uh, like I said, I, I do enjoy these later. I'm going to try to make sure we don't get into another. I think it was just about ready to start a... Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to shut down the streaming thing so that I can finish out the podcast. I think a little Paramount Plus something else started to play. But um, but anyway, yeah, that's about it for the podcast this week. Uh, like I said at the beginning, classic type show. Finally got back to doing a Trek episode. It's been a long time. I'd been covering, like I said, Picard and Discovery episodes a little bit more. And then um, did I do? I think I did the maybe first episode of Lower Decks. I'd like to do some of those, although those are kind of hard to comment on because they're so speedy and it's a lot of jokes. and a lot. I mean, I love the show. The show is fantastic, but... I'm not sure it has the, let's say, the pace that I can I can actually slip in some comments while I'm watching. Uh, so that's a, that's really going to be probably one I won't probably do much commentary episodes on. Although the um, you know the big thing that's coming is there's supposed to be a live action crossover episode of Strange New Worlds with Lower Decks coming in the next season, and I'm hearing that Picard you know will be airing starting in. February for 10 weeks. So that's going to take us through March, April. And I think that the talk or the rumors going around is that we get the next season of Strange New Worlds next, uh, and then probably Discovery Season 5. I think that's that's what I'm hearing, at least. So we'll, we'll see if that turns out to be the case. Yeah, I'd be happy about that. I mean, I love Strange New Worlds. And... Uh, I'll be really interested to see what they do with season five of Discovery, though. And also, I'm also really interested in will the show keep going? You know, there's all these rumors and talk of maybe doing another Trek show, maybe a Section 31 show. There's even talk of of having more Picard or maybe a different version of Picard. Maybe just call it, you know, next generation, next, next generation or something. I would kind of really like, I mean, this is just popping in my mind right now off the top of my head, but honestly, while it's cool to see TNG people back in action and doing what they're doing, I would rather almost they become like the senior people in a new show and pop up now and then, but but create a new crew and a new cast of something, you know, that it it, it gets a little bit and I never really felt like this with TOS because I, I, you know, actually most of those actors, those movies ended when they were younger than most of the people on TNG are now doing this new, new bit of Picard three. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm going to love to see everybody back in the show and doing things, but I, I think if they really want to move forward with it, I think it, it, it just makes much more sense to have those people, you know, more of a behind the scenes kind of thing. And I was almost going to say sort of like how they handed off with the the sequel movies for um, the Star Wars saga, but they didn't do that right. I, I mean, there was like it just it just wasn't handled very well. I mean, we all wanted to see Luke, Leia, and Han all back together again, doing something a little bit at least before they before they brought in the you know not not before they brought in the new people, but in conjunction with them. Uh, so. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would kind of hope they could sort of do a pass of the baton kind of a thing to a new crew of the Enterprise or something. If, the, if they're going to do something to continue TNG people post-Picard Season 3, that would be my hope and wish. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I kind of think that they will do more. Uh, I think there's going to be – probably it's going to be great seasons, probably going to be fun, probably going to be a lot of people that are going to say they want more of that. And so I, I, I could see them doing that. Again, I hope that they 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 realize or, or sort of pass things off a little bit. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, folks, uh, thanks for listening, as always, to Treks and Sci-Fi. And uh, I think that's it. Everyone take care. Enjoy your week. Probably be a guest cast next week, I hope. And hopefully I can get somebody, get uh, Mark or somebody to do a show. And uh, I'm out of here. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.
tracks. Checks. Say in. In. Say sci-fi. Sci-fi. Can you do it all together? Say tracks in sci-fi. Tracks in sci-fi. Perfect. <laughs>